tours with horses. You may have seen videos of dogs or cats pushing buttons that speak out loud in English. My name is Carmen and that's what I'm doing only with my horse. I've been surprised and excited and delighted by what Lyra has said so far and it makes me look forward to the future. Who knows what can happen when we give a voice to our horses. Hello, it has been a while. Welcome back to another episode of Words with Horses. I'm calling this episode Words of Variety. I have four various things to talk about, including my vacation where I got to hang out with some dolphins briefly, which was super interesting. And I was definitely kind of looking at it through an animal training behavior kind of lens. Another piece is a communication event with Lyra where I was trying to offer her some mandarin oranges to help us beat the heat um, and some amazing developments over on Instagram, on my Instagram account that I'm excited about. And then I'm thinking about doing a bit of a button giveaway. So let's jump right in. And so yes, one thing is I have been on vacation for a bit. I just got back from Florida about a week ago and we came back with COVID, so we've been doing some recovering. And if my voice still sounds a little nasally, even more so than usual, well, that's why. But one thing that we did while we were in Florida is I had the opportunity to go to Discovery Cove and do a dolphin encounter. And it was really amazing and awesome. And um, we had the dolphin do some tricks. We got to touch the dolphin. We did a brief swim where we had the dolphin pull us through the water like about 20 feet. And But overall, like the thing that was great for me is there was actually a point where we were told to get back up on shore and just let the dolphins chill out for a while because they got kind of ruckus with each other. And that's one of the big things that I liked seeing about the establishment is how the dolphins can opt in or out. They don't have to come and interact and be a part of the activity. They, I mean, they're in a big pool of water. There's no one who can make them come be with the people. There are, there were some dolphins that just chose to opt out entirely that day. And then there was that incident during the middle of the session where the dolphins were just like, no, we do want some playtime for a while. And so they just let them have some playtime and kind of watched them. And when their behavior showed that they were kind of ready to engage again, then we re-engaged. So that was really cool. And it was interesting to see that. So the other thing I was going to talk a bit about is uh, it's been triple digit heat. Oh, while I was gone, we did have a pet sitter who came and visited Lyra's daily, made sure she had food and water. And I had giant hay nuts, I had bales of hay just stuffed in nuts available to her. And I also had someone come groom her. And so she was, she was, she did all right while I was gone, but I, I missed her. I checked my camera because my husband set up a camera where I can watch her. And I checked that frequently. Um, whenever we were standing in a long line for something in Florida, I would check and see, oh, there's my pony. So that was nice. So it's been nice to be back with her and to be doing more conversation and training and things with her. So anyway, but it's been hot. It's been so hot. Uh, it was 102 today, so I know it's 
it's worse other places. We're not like Arizona or anything. Not like Texas, not like Arizona, but it's still, you don't want to be out there in the middle of the day. So I try to do things early and late. But I do sometimes visit her at some point in the middle of the day, and I just quickly go into the shade and hang out with her in the shade. And I was trying to see if she would eat some mandarin oranges. I think I, I want to say that she's had them before, and that I've fed them to her before and she liked them. But with unique foods that are not just forage, it's really hit and miss with her. Sometimes she likes it, sometimes she doesn't. Even the same food, or sometimes it depends on how it's like cut or peeled or what size and shape it is. I don't know, she gets picky about, I guess, uh, human foods, fruits and vegetables and stuff. So I tried to offer her uh, a slice of mandarin orange, and she was like, no, she didn't want to take it. And then I tried to like break one open so she could smell it better, and she didn't want to take it. Um, but I was standing there by her buttons, and I've, I've watched the video again. I might post it on TikTok. I haven't decided yet or haven't pulled it together. It's kind of long. I don't know if people would care to watch all of it because there, there tend to be some short attention spans sometimes over there on TikTok. But I was like, do you want it? No, you don't want it. Is it yuck? Anyway, then I was trying to get her to eat it, and then she started pushing yes. She pushed yes twice. Now I'm trying to, I went back and watched the video. I was like, because in the, in the moment I was just confused as all heck. I'm trying to offer you this, you don't want it, and you say yes. Unless she was responding to me saying yuck. I don't, I don't know. It's like yuck, yuck, and then maybe she said yes because she thought it was yuck. But here's where it gets weirder. So I was like, okay, you don't want the mandarin orange, and if you don't want it, you would say no, yuck. So I walked over to the other side of the board, and I was going to model it for her. So that's what I do when either I'm confused about what she's pressing, I model what I think the appropriate contextual response would be. And I, of course, I just have to guess what she might want, but she obviously was not taking or eating the orange slices. So I pressed no, yuck, and then I throw the orange slice down on the shed floor. And that's what I usually do when she doesn't want something, I just throw it on the floor. And then I pressed you know, I asked her if she wanted some hay pellets, and then said, yes, hay pellets, yes, and then I would model the yes button, and then I offered her hay pellets, I let her smell them in my hand, and then I pressed yes, and then I gave her hay pellets, and then I went back over by the no button again, and I gave her a mandarin orange slice again, or tried to, and when she didn't take it, I pressed no, yuck, and I threw it on the ground, so I was trying to model, yeah, if, you, if I offer you something and you want it, you say yes, if I offer you something, you don't want it, you say no or yuck. Well, so I, I kind of got through a repetition of that. And then all of a sudden, she puts her head down and starts eating the mandarin oranges that I'd been throwing on the ground. It's like, and then, and then she liked them, and then she came to me for more. And then she was just like gobbling them up. I was like, okay, so now I'm super confused. You didn't want them. You didn't want them at all. And now you want them. So, I'm not exactly certain what to make of that exchange. Um, it was interesting. But I will say it ended on a very, very typical Lyra note because she pushed play. And play is still her favorite button. Play is the button she pushes where we start the leg mirror game. I lift my left leg, she lifts her left leg. 
I lift my right leg, she lifts her right leg. And so she's really happy to do that. One thing we've kind of added a layer in is we've started to do play with the body buttons. So we've started to do play with body targeting. So she has four body buttons right now. She has neck, head, tail, and foot. <clears throat> so what I'll do is I'll press a body button and then press the word play, like neck play. And then what that means is we start a game where I hold out my hand and say neck, and she has to bring her neck to touch my hand. And then she gets a reward for that. And same thing with head, same thing with tail, and with foot, I have her pick up her foot. <coughs> Sorry, excuse me. COVID congestion. So that's been something. She actually pushed neck the other day. Um, I think the day before that. And it was like she wanted to play that game, which was cool. I need to give her lots more body buttons. I have one. This will, I guess, I'll talk about this a little bit later about the buttons. There's one other thing I want to talk about first, chronologically speaking, um, is something exciting on Instagram. So I follow Christina Hunger on Instagram. I've talked about her and her book on the podcast before. How Stella Learned to Talk. It's kind of the Bible for animal communication with speech buttons. And she had made a post and I just made a comment on the post. I don't even remember off the top of my head what it was. I was just like, oh yeah, that's great. And kind of Lyra does X sometimes. Oh, it was, yeah, when she used a button <clears throat> in perfect context, but in a way that I hadn't explicitly modeled. And I was talking about the yuck button, which I have in a previous uh, episode. And then she sent me a private message and she said she wanted to feature my Instagram, feature me and Lara on her Friday features that she does on Instagram. And so she sent me some questions and I responded and it was just so exciting, so cool. A real author, the real person who is responsible for really kicking so much of this off the ground. Um, she's you know, kind of virtually mentored almost all of us who are using buttons with animals. And it was so exciting that she reached out to me and said that she'd followed my, my account and stuff. And that was so cool. And so she did make a little Friday feature, uh, about me and Lyra. And she shared a video recently where Lyra pressed, um, walk play. So walk play is, what that means to us is to go play around the reverse round pin where she will walk or trot around the reverse round pin. I give her various cues and then she gets rewarded. And she'll, we do walk, we do trot, we do woe, and then we do turn for changing directions. And I stand in the middle of a circle and she has to walk around the outside. So that's kind of the opposite of what a lot of people typically do with horses is they drive them around the inside of a round pen where the person stands in the middle of a round pen and the horse stands on the inside of, you know, pretty sturdy fence rails and the person drives the horse around and for exercise and training and such. But this is kind of the opposite where the horse is free to go because the reverse round pen is the middle, in the middle of her one acre uh, paddock. 
So she can leave at any time. And if she gets bored or lazy, not lazy, but if she gets bored or tired or she doesn't want to do it anymore, she will wander off. And sometimes she'll wander off and take a drink and then we'll go back to it even. So we were doing reverse round pin early, early, um, a few mornings ago while it was still cool. And, um, she kind of wandered off to the water and I thought she was done. I thought she wanted a break, didn't want to do it anymore. So I walked over to the shed and then I asked if she wanted to press a button because I thought she was all done. She wanted a break. Maybe she'd want to press play and want to do something else. But she pressed walk play. And it's like, oh, you want to go back and do some more? And so we did. And she was willing. She wanted to walk around some more. So that was cool. I have a video of that. And that's the video that Christina Hunger shared on her Instagram, which, you know, magically literally overnight, uh, like tripled my followers, which has been fun and cool. And I try to keep all my notifications off except for comments. And sometimes I'll go back in and respond to some of the comments, especially if they ask me a question that I think is pretty valid and needs an answer. So yeah, so that was super exciting. Gave me a big boost on Instagram. And I had to update my Instagram profile, make sure it had my link to my link tree. And it kind of just kind of bumped everything up all around. Got a few. And so maybe some of you listening to this podcast found me and our first time listeners here because of what Christina Hunger shared on Instagram. And if that's you, uh, welcome. And if you want to go in depth on the journey, you can go back to the first episode. So that was really cool and really fun, really awesome. It's nice to um, be exposed to more people, to have more people learning about the possibility of communicating with non-humans. All right, so this last little topic that I've been considering is about the buttons. So Lyra needs more words, so many more, more words. Every time I talk to her, it's like, oh yeah, you don't have a word for that, you don't have a word for that. So body buttons. She needs more body buttons. I mentioned the four that she has. She knows words for other body parts that she does not have a button for. She knows eye, her eyeball. She knows spine for her back. And the reason why I use spine instead of back is because she already has back as a verbal cue for backing up. So I wanted to give her something distinct for her spine. So, so spine. So eye, spine, um, let's see, what else does she know? She knows chin, eye, spine, chin, oh, and ear. She definitely knows ear. Um, so those are four body parts that, that I believe she knows that with receptive language. She's heard me say them enough in context, touching that body part, um, or knows a command and responds to a command about that body part that I think she knows those words. And so I really should be giving her those words. Give her even more possibilities to talk about things, to talk about playing with things or how things feel. And then on the other side of the board, on her, for her core words, I would love to give her words like more. Um, that would, I would really help make things clear. Um, more is a word she could use. Help, I think, is a word that she could use. Those are probably the two big ones that I would think about giving her is more and help. Maybe later? Maybe. I don't know. I've thought about that one before. I'm not certain. 
I might save that for a different board that I have planned. So yeah, those are some other buttons. I've, I've thought about giving her a straight treat button, but I don't know if I want to. I keep changing my mind. So the, the downside is I only have one button left, one of the, uh, that I'm not using, one of the learning resources, recordable answer buzzers. And the problem is I kind of don't like those buttons. Now I did get, um, some info from Bastian Bruce on TikTok. Um, Bastian, the dog, uh, the dog mom sent me a video and information on how the learning resources recordable answer buzzers can be kind of hacked. You can crack open their housing and you can disable the erase button and you can make the recording quality a lot better, which kind of addresses two of the big issues I have with those buttons. But the last time I went to record a word, I was like, uh, it's too much work. <laughs> I just, I was lazy, I guess. I didn't feel like it. Also, another thing is um, they're hard to label. They're a curved surface, and there's just really no easy way to put a label on them. I guess you can label behind them or around them, but I like the idea of having the label directly on them in case I need to move them around or something. Um, so I've been looking at the hex buttons that I have reviewed, and... They're kind of spendy, but I do have an Amazon gift card right now, and I might just buy me six of those. And then I was thinking, wait, I have an idea. I was thinking about maybe doing a button giveaway. So I could give away some of my old recording, learning resources, recordable answer buzzer buttons while I trade in some of these nicer hex tiles. And the hex tiles, oh, the recording quality is amazing. They have screw holes for mounting and they have a clear plastic cover so you could easily pop a label in there and slap the cover on top of it and that keeps it nice and clean. Uh, Lyra's almost worn the word play off of her play button, the button she uses the most. So that leads me to wonder how on earth would I do a button giveaway? What mechanism? What social media channel? what who who would win and how much and so i'm in the early stages of thinking about that i'm thinking about maybe giving away two buttons i feel like that's a good um that's what fluent pet does for their starter set is they give you two buttons so i'm thinking i might give away two buttons and so they would be used buttons um that i had used with lara i would clean them up unless unless you didn't want me to and send you two buttons and you can record whatever you want on them and use them with whatever uh, human or non-human you would like to use recordable talking buttons with. So if you're interested in that, if that sounds cool, you can drop me an email, wordswithhorses at gmail.com. Or you can reach out to me, Lyra Learns on Instagram, SheHorse on TikTok, Carmen Mercer on Facebook or in the Words with Horses group on Facebook. So I'm gonna start dropping little words uh, ar around, letting people know I'm thinking about doing this contest while, uh, or giveaway, I guess, not really a contest, uh, while I consider how exactly to run the logistics. And I might look around and see what other people have done for how people have done a giveaway. 
So I think that would be a fun thing. And I would, I just, I would love to see other people making use of the buttons as I replace mine and get some activity and interest on this topic. And if you're out there thinking about this, you know, it doesn't hurt to try it. Just think about a word, preferably not a food word, that you think your pet might be able to learn something you would say clearly in isolation frequently. Like with Lyra, I started with scritches um, and I thought she would be able to learn that and she picked it up really quickly. So just pick one word and you can, if you, even if you don't have buttons yet, you can start verbally modeling a word instantly, like right now, as soon as you're done listening to this podcast, you could think, okay, I'm going to start modeling this word with intention. And that's all you got to do. Then you're on your way. Then you have already started a communication journey with your pet, even if you don't buy a button or never buy a button, just being more intentional about the words you use and how you use them. Like, don't throw them into a sentence. Don't make a word salad. They're not going to pick up the whole nuance of all of human language. They're not going to be humans, um, but they can understand some words. And especially if we model them clearly and repetitively, they can definitely pick those up. So give it a try and watch uh, this space and the other spaces I communicate in for some news about how I'm going to launch this button giveaway. Or, you know, if you feel like going and buying some buttons, go for it. Um, unfortunately, sad face, Amazon did shut down my affiliate account because nobody bought anything. So, you know, if you ever thought you would be some kind of social media star and make lots of money that way, let me tell you, it, it's just not a thing. Um, maybe someday it will be, but that's not why I'm doing it anyway. So it's not a big deal. Um, but you can go buy either the hex tiles or the learning resources recordable answer buzzers on Amazon. I do have a Fluent Pet affiliate uh, account that you can see on my link tree if you wanted to buy some Fluent Pet buttons, which I have not used with Lyra. I, again, that, that's something that's still on my back burner, which is seeing if I can mount a button on Lyra's body. Probably all done. I think all done would be a good one. Maybe all done and maybe no. I don't know. She's never even pushed the no button. It's one of the buttons she's never pushed is no. Uh, so we'll see. Last but not least, just to bring it all full circle, I, like I said, I had gone on vacation. I did give her a new button before I went on vacation. The button I gave her was goodbye. And I wanted that to be distinct from all done. It means I am leaving the area. And so I gave her a goodbye button and I pushed it like eight times in a row. She probably, I don't know if she even remembers or she, she just thought I was weird, but, or thought it was super annoying. But I wanted just some way, whether she understood it or not, for me to try to tell her that I would be gone for a while. So I gave her that goodbye button. So that's one she's never pushed. So that brings the button she's never pushed, I believe, to three. No, blanket, and goodbye. So that, I believe, concludes this brief update episode. If you're still around and still picking up these episodes and listening to them, thank you very much. 
um, feel free to reach out on any of the channels if you have any feedback for me or any ideas about running a button giveaway. Thanks all. Farewell. Thank you.